When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. I got an exciting show for you today with Connor Flynn. Um, Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. This is the perfect episode for you to grab your favorite frothy beverage and kick back and be entertained. Connor goes all in on this episode. He talks about whatever is on his mind. We cover Bigfoot. We cover about, I don't know, half a dozen, maybe ten other cryptids, dog man, uh, everything. Uh, we go into conspiracy theories. I just let Connor go. He is, I, I told him before we started recording that he's a renaissance man, and I mean it. He plays instruments. He writes books. You know, he's got a, a, a really nice presence on social media. He goes out in the field all the time looking for things. Um, and he's definitely got his theories on on all this stuff, and I love it. I really appreciate him. I appreciate um just how raw and honest he is. He lives his life, and it's it's the life that most of us wouldn't even dare to take the step to do. You know, he just goes for it. Uh, I got tons of respect for Connor. He's a great guy, and I hope you enjoy this show as much as I enjoyed having him on the show. Check him out on Instagram under Bigfoot Anonymous. You'll probably find him on TikTok, YouTube, Everything else under the sun. He's everywhere. I love it. Um, and he's got three three books out right now. I'm going to let him talk about those. Uh, I've read two of the books, Eerie Swamps and Big Brother Bigfoot. Um, they're fun. They're an adventure on paper. It, it's wild. So I, I'll, I'll shut up talking about him, and I'll let him do the talking. All right. Well, thanks, Bump, Bump Podcast, for having me on. I think it's a really cool acronym, how you have monsters and paranormal all, all involved and unsolved. It's, it's very cool. Good use of words. I'm a, I'm a fan of words myself. I'm an author, an explorer, a musician, and just a renaissance man, like we were just saying. But I'm really just uh, the countryman, a guy that doesn't, doesn't need much. I uh, moved from Ohio down to Florida like three or four years ago and I used this app called couch surfing that I uh, lived out of my car and I got to stay with people and the first people I stayed with were a punk rock musical in uh, Lakeland and they were just putting their cast together and I arrived right on Wednesday when uh, the first photo shoot was Saturday so I was on the ground floor and I really needed a place to stay so I was I was all in and they ended up hiring me as the stage manager and one of the actors on the show so 
I really got thrown into the Florida culture. But growing up in Ohio, I was surrounded by Indian mounds and local lore, like the Witch's Ball, Crybaby Bridge, the Ohio Grassman, Lake Erie Monster, you know, a serpent just like the Nessie creature over in Scotland. So I've always just been into the other side, the fourth kind, heaven and hell, angels and demons. I went to the Smithsonian and I was knocking on the doors trying to see where they're hiding the bones of the skeletons of the giants, but they ran us out of there, you know, and I've uh, been in cars with high ranking politicians talking secrets and I'm really into the next level stuff. I, I throw people for a loop when they think I'm a burnout. I write a book. They think I'm a crazy person. I'm just talking with the president, you know, it's all about the next level and pulling off the unknown and the unthinkable and uh that's what i'm all about so i'm i'm connor i'm from ohio i'm 28 i live in florida now and man i'm just part of the swamp you know part of the gators the skunk ape and the old cheesy wild man then you got me the long-haired crazy dude playing guitar on the uh, tree stumps you know talking to the fish and frogs so it's an honor to be here and i'm pumped to just bump it out and talk about some wild things for sure. And I love your setup back there, man. I see the Flatwoods monster, Mothman, a bunch of Sasquatch stuff. And I want to get into uh, talking about that statue that your grandfather found in Cleveland. That is crazy, man. I'm a big fan of the archaic knowledge and what's being hidden from us. But even seeing that, that sent a show up my spine. That showed me exactly where I need to be is right here, right now with you, man. It was meant to be. And you know what's premiering tonight as well. I thought that was really cool that yeah, you're man. making an appearance in Finding Bigfoot. And today <laughs> is the day that the episode's coming out with me talking about Big Brother Bigfoot. Like, dude, it's it's meant to be bro it's, it's so meant to be i'm right in the right spot i love it i love it so yeah, let's get it popping man what's up how was your day hey i'm good brother i love the introduction man i like your energy you're so much fun you know I, you make me feel like i'm an old man <laughs> you know yeah, i love it Hey man, energy's not created or destroyed we've always existed dude we've always just existed from the beginning of time and heck yeah, I'm just I'm still high up on the Super Bowl win. If it ain't the Cleveland Browns, it's got to be the Buccaneers, man. And Brady got his seventh, man. It's awesome. But Otto Graham still has four championships. The Cleveland quarterback, Cleveland got championships when they were called championships, not Super Bowls. So everybody calling him the GOAT better do their research because Brady still has a couple more to catch up to the true GOAT, Otto Graham. And the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns, man. The Bigfoot, the Ohio Grassman, the Dogman, like the Dog Pound. Come on, man. The Tennessee Titans, San Francisco Giants, New York Giants. It's all based on the mound builders and our ancestors and the things they're trying to hide. No wonder they're trying to get rid of the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins. 20 years from now, people aren't even going to know what Native Americans look like. It's going to be a myth. You, it's going to be the white man found America that's a joke that is a joke there are pyramids there are temples there's pottery that goes way back further than boy christopher columbus christopher columbus never even came to america and they still have the nerve to have columbus day come on man we're living in like a, a pg movie we need to grow up you know take the mask off our eyes unlift the veil let's live a little let's you know channel our dna Energy is not created nor destroyed. It's always existed. We need to stop acting like we were born yesterday, man. 
I'd rather take a crew of people born, literally born yesterday, than half of these adults out here driving with, you know, alone in their, <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. People are crazy. They want to say I'm crazy for believing in ghosts and ancestors. They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. I can't, I can't even get into how crazy they are. They watch, they watch America be, get flipped upside down, elections stolen, all of our veterans, pretty, you know, what did they fight for if they're just going to, you know, steal things and, and stomp on things and light, and light our sacred papers on fire, dude? They were mad when Nicolas Cage stole the Declaration of Independence. What about when they burned the Constitution right in front of our faces. And then most of America is just like, yep, yep, we need to keep warm. Come on, man. We traded our gems for paper money. And that paper money could just be turned off like that. They tell us there's a coin shortage. From what? From what? Oh, you don't even know what I was, you know, like what? They're putting coins somewhere that the sun don't shine? No, there's not a <laughs> coin shortage. What a joke. Did all the fairies from the unknown lands and lore steal all the coins? Come on, that's more believable than the BS they're telling us, dude. That is, that is, and I'm telling you right now, fairies taking all the coins is more believable than whatever BS they had posted on the banks and at Burger King. Man, look at Taco Bell, dude. Look at the bell. It's the serpent's eye, dude. We are surrounded. CBS, TBS, TNT, it's all the same thing. They're all just looking at us, trying to steal our soul. I ain't got time for it. I'm not handing over mine, man. I'm trying to get to heaven. I'm trying to talk to our ancestors. I'm not trading in for something cheap, dude. I'm not. I'm not, man. And most of America is. Most of the world is. But the places that they're not folding over are not being talked about. Not being talked about at all, being swept on the rug. But people like you and me are waking up because we had enough, dude. It's 2021. It's February. Come on. But whew, Walking Dead's coming soon. I Am Legend is coming soon. It is scary times. No wonder the Sasquatch and the Mothman and the Ghost are just hanging out right now. They're just letting us hellions, you know, eat each other and ruin this this time of ours our sacred time on this planet we just disgusted it and just are sickening man we need to find our soul find the essence find what makes heaven and hell in ourselves we're caught in a weird middle ground right now and it's it's empty here man we need to find something deep inside of us and that's what i'm trying to just wake up i hope my energy could just brush off on a couple people a day i get all fired up at the comic book store every day when people come in acting wrong and you know i'm telling them i write a bigfoot book and they they laugh at me i'm like oh okay there's ten thousand reports every every month and now at this point if you watch how to hunt dixie cryptid cryptids canada david polites swamp dweller all of them i've narrated over 500 encounters myself that haven't even been reported anywhere else or or recorded anywhere else it, it's just a shame that people want to bury their head in the sand rather than wake up and face reality our ancestors were giants giants still surround us mermaids are real atlantis is real jack and the beanstalk was based on a true story james and the giant peach has some truth Walt Disney, you know, the rocket going above the kingdom. That means the firmament. That's the dome. Heaven's a physical place. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Handiwork isn't used on a metaphor. 
dude, it's a real physical place. Up is up, down is down. When we die, our spirit goes up to heaven or down where the sun don't shine, man. But people think it's a freaking metaphor and heaven's a metaphor and everything's just fun and games. And, oh, we'll find out when we find out. No, we can have the answers now. We've always had the answers. Energy's never created nor destroyed, dude. We've always had the answers. It's always right here. It's right inside our fingerprint, right inside our mind, right inside our thoughts, our speech. We spell words, man. Just look at the algorithms. Look at the frequencies. Look at the vibrations. The answers are there, but we just are so blinded with our Xboxes and our Wi-Fi and our daily jobs that just pay the bare minimum. And we're fighting over $7 or $15. It's all a freaking joke when they have billions of dollars and they just pin everybody against each other. Blacks versus whites, chiefs versus bucks, you know, United States versus China, Saddam and Osama being bad guys. Like, dude, we, CIA trained Osama bin Laden. Saddam yeah. Hussein had archaic things that George Bush and America needed, you know? So they said they had weapons. They, they killed villages of innocent people. Like, it's not cool. And then the American soldiers come back and they, they come back with their problems. And then that causes generations of people that just have trauma and just confusion. So look what, they, look what we've created, America. We need to take a step back and realize who we are. And I think it goes back to, who are our real ancestors, you know? Are they really Europeans or do they come back, are they come back from America in ancient times? You know, is the story from Egypt just a story of time or actually over there by the Euphrates River? I don't know. In my first book, I talk about the road trip to Eden, the Garden of Eden, possibly being here in Florida because there's a trail about 20 minutes from here that is one of the most strenuous hikes in Florida. It has 27 of the 28 trees that are mentioned in the Bible. It also has gopher wood that's also known as Torea. That's what uh, Noah used to build the ark. The only right. place it grows in the whole world is right here. The good book, the Bible, also describes a delta that breaks into four rivers. And the only two places in the world are here in Siberia. So there is some ancient ties here. And there's deep valleys and tornadoes have hit, civil war fatalities. There's definitely some ley lines through there. Stacy Brown and his father took the greatest thermal Bigfoot footage known and released right at Torreya State Park, right across the river. So it's just sacred ground. And I get into that in my book. And I talk about my journey from Lake Erie down to the Florida swamps, you know, and everything in between. And everything is connected. Like, dude, I'll, I'll talk about Bigfoot and the Power Rangers and the Nun and then the Ring 2 and Passion of the Christ. And then what we did this morning and how they are cloning presidents and beef at Taco Bell. You know, we just need to wake up. Everything's connected. There's a meteor storm coming in April. What does that mean? You know, what the heck does that mean? We just need to absorb everything and move forward with positivity. We need to stop getting fooled by the news and all of our stupid old freaking just burdens. It's just burdens. Everybody's just trying to deal with their burdens from the past and they're so scared to move forward. We need to be cleansed as a nation. You know, heaven just needs to rain down again. Noah, bring Get, get the boat ready. Get the gopher wood because I think the flood's coming soon. And all the crater holes, where the heck is the meteor? I don't see it. You pour <laughs> glass water into the mud, it makes that shape. All craters are is when the, 
the God above creator. You know, the God, God is just a title. The, the translation of what the word God is, is I am what I am. So that's what God is. I am what I am. So we are what we are inside us in our deepest, deepest genetic DNA, the deepest you can go. We're God. We were made in his image. And us as protons and electrons, we could be particles, which is solid, and waveform, that is wave, spirit form. And that's when Sasquatch, they talk about him being paranormal and supernatural. Well, he is just the, he and she, they are just the true beings of this planet. And they can really access their true self. So they can control it, their particle or waveform. So, you know, supernatural just means it's so natural that it's super, you know, they have infrasound, they have echolocating system. You know how octopuses can change, change color? Well, they could do that too. Maybe not to the same extent, but they could still uh, blend in with their background because they have translucent hair, just like Scott Carpenter proved in his genome project. And they can vibrate their hairs at such a pace that it, it's, it makes it blurry. They are blurs. They're living blurs. Just like the predator, when he goes in and he could, you know, become a blur and literally yeah. how he sees thermal. Come on, man. That's a Bigfoot movie right there. If you watch David Politis's uh, Mystic 401 The Hunted, they talk about an encounter that uh, they saw a spaceship in Ohio and then a woman was hunting right by uh, the school that they saw. It's a whole band saw it, the whole school band. And then she saw a creature turn into a blur in the woods. And that's some crazy stuff, man. That's some crazy stuff. I'm all about, you know, Bigfoot and troglodytes being our ancestors and just the wild men, you know. But if they have abilities that they can really become spirit form, then wow portals exist it all exists but that's coincidence is the only thing to never exist that's the that's the first line of the book you know coincidence is the only thing to never exist dragons exist monkeys that talk exist mermaids you know different planets different stars walking trees boulders that can just absorb you different worlds below our feet middle earth you know come on man the human brain cannot make anything up you could just access what's already in the cloud you know the tree of life the fountain of youth it's already inside of us you we've all taken a sip of water haven't we come on we're all one <laughs> we're all a seed of this planet you go in the dirt or you become ash like but your spirit goes into heaven and that's the true question what's heaven like like they want to say what's the afterlife like that what's heaven like man i'm trying to go to god's kingdom and see what's what and that's that's what pushes me forward and uh, drives a lot of this energy. And when people start talking sideways, I come at them sideways because I've just had enough, man. Because the, the evil people are really pushing things and they got everyone acting backwards right now that we have to start standing up with the voice, you know? And and it's 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 really intimidating to see like what's happening because we knew this was coming, you know, they're going to lock us down. They're going to well, send us to Walmart, put us in the coffins. Like, dude, we've already saw that on Reddit in like 2001, right after they faked the 9-11, you know, they bombed yep. the buildings. I don't even know if there was a freaking plane and they have everybody saying there's a plane because that's what, that's what's cool to say. Like, and, and I'm crazy for saying that, you know, that's what they want me to say, want me to be, but dude, it, what the world trade center, dropped at free fall speed in like a demolition no one could tell me different 
and like people will be like oh it was the fires like dude wake up man wake yeah. up it was probably it was project Bluebeam, you know it was a freaking hollow bear they were doing that you know, they were doing that in 2001 i'm ready for what they're about to do they're gonna fake an alien patient and really push everybody like underground in their tunnels i'm just gonna stay in my house and they can uh they can laser me with their laser beams. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I think that Project Bluebeam is going to happen by twenty by by summer, by this summer. I I see something happening, but that's that's scary, man. And them like admitting about the UFOs, you know, being yeah. real. It's all it's yeah, all connected. They, they, yeah, they got one hundred and eighty days to to dump everything they know about UFOs, and I think they're going to try to they bring out the big guns. They bring out the light show for that. I, yeah. It sounds like we are on the so close to the same path man everything you said every word you said i agree with and i don't i don't get a chance to to say it much even on this show i i, I tend to steer away from things that people consider you know pc or conspiracy talk or whatever but it's truth talk it's just uncomfortable for people to hear it but I am right. thrilled. I am thrilled that you're out here and you're talking about it. You're open about it. And the first line of your book, if you would, why don't you hold that book up again and tell me about it? It's, it's the eerie swamps, right? Yeah. Road this is, my, this is my baby, man. Eerie swamps road trip to Eden. And uh, it documents my story of traveling down from Lake Erie down to Florida. And I, I grew up, you know, fishing on Lake Erie, hearing about the Lake Erie monster and then camping. So hearing about the, the Lake or the Ohio grass man. And then the, there's many famous haunted prisons uh, by my house and uh, the Moundsville prison where Charles Manson, his mom uh, was kept. So he grew up there as a little kid and it's also in the fallout games. And that's where Castle Rock was filmed and Mindhunter. So it's very sacred grounds. And there was a lot of executions. It's one of the most haunted haunted places on that side of the uh, Mississippi. And then where Shawshank Redemption was filmed um, is the Mansfield Penitentiary and grew up going there as well and going to uh, haunted excursions during the Halloween season. And there's a story of Phoebe Wise. She's a woman that uh, was killed by robbers. And uh, I get into her story and we may have seen her uh, on our encounter after we left the prison. And a uh, handful of crazy stuff, but I'll just read the back to it because it's uh, I, I think I've worded it pretty well. Eerie swamps will be a voyage through time and space that will hopefully lead us to the Garden of Eden. We will be exploring campfire stories, behemoth cryptids, and urban legends that blanket the Lake Erie Boulevard down to the Florida swamps. On our quest for consciousness and hidden knowledge, we will be uncovering secrets of the modern world that may bridge us to ancient times. Light your lanterns. Things are about to get spooky. And uh, it, it, it's a journey, man. And I, I'm really proud of it because it's really a, just a diary. It's kind of like an autobiography. And I've been working on it for since I was a kid, really, because when I was eight, uh, I have a journal from year 2000, literally right before 9-11. And uh, I say, I want to be a writer, a singer, and a basketball player. And it's, it's really cool because I'm, I'm a referee. And then I uh, still sing and play guitar and uh, make hip hop music. And then I, uh, you know, finally became a officially published author because I wrote for my school paper and I wrote for a couple MMA magazines. And writing has always been a big passion of mine. And I like made 
thousands of rap songs and I, you know, got so many bridges burned with me because I was like the white kid trying to rap when really I was just the future author writing, trying to get my words out in the any way I could, you know? So yeah. like all my friends, parents who turned their back on me and family members that turned their back on me, they were just so short-sighted. They didn't really see it all, you know, but, but in their defense, you know, maybe I got a little bit loco, you know, but <laughs> never, never went to jail or anything. So come on, you know, uh, it was all, it was all training to be attacking the Ochizi wild man and the honey Island swamp monster. You know, I had to get ready somehow. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's right. been a journey and I'm just, I'm really proud of it. And uh, it was the, the first of many because I'm working on like a whole series and it's called History Rewinds. So it's kind of like history repeats, but rewinds like film because I believe all films are based on true stories. So like I said, nothing could be made up. It's all just pulling from the cloud, like real, real archaic knowledge and truth and ancient forbidden, you know, truths that they tried to, you know, put under the dirt and that's what I think it's wild. I have a picture of, you know, me holding a mound builder's uh, thumb. And I yeah. really thought that Amazon was somehow going to like flag that and not let me put it in the book and stuff. But <laughs> they, uh, they're pretty open. All I got to do is play by the format and uh, probably not say any hate, hate speech, which is fine, fine by me. I, I don't want, I don't want to provide any hate speech. So right. uh, it, it, it was the start of something great, man. And then, then came, uh, Big Brother, Bigfoot, and Erie Swamp's Road Trip to Eden is like my diary. That's like me journaling, you know, and literally like journaling over the years. This, this is my baby. This is my project. This is my research, you know. This just, Erie Swamp's just happened to me, you know. That was my journey moving from Florida, Ohio to Florida, living out of my car, you know, surviving. This, yeah. this was me hitting the road and researching, beating the dirt. Big Brother Bigfoot talks about like 15 different Sasquatch creatures, Bigfoot type creatures that I've researched over the years and, and somewhat encountered. You know, I've had roars. I've had a couple uh, sightings f firsthand of, of their face with the Wolfman, the Dogman. I'll get into that a little bit later. The Wolfman yeah. of Sweepy Hollow. And if anybody's a fan of Vic Cundiff, Dogman Encounters, I, it was a recent episode. Just type in the Dogman of uh, Sleepy Hollow. And it has like 35,000 views. It was really cool because it was a platform of people that just got it. And, you know, I got to be myself and have energy. And a lot of the comments were like, I love this kid, you know. And it, it really was cool you know, because, again, I was where I needed to be in the right time. So I love telling that story. But I might as well tell a story real quick. I was at my buddy uh, Alex's house in Sleepy Hollow. First, let me actually, um, in my, at the end of each book, I have a letters from family and friends chapter. And my two buddies that were with me that night and that are connected to this story, uh, I had them type up and, you know, what happened in their encounter. So it's very nice. cool to have it, you know, and, and I also love that chapter, the letters from family and friends, because, you know, I could tell the story and blah, 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 you know, but they'll just be like, that's crazy Connor. But if I could provide a spider web of people around me that can vouch for me in our situations and their own situations, I can maybe show a glimpse or a gleam to people of purity, of, of the truth, the clarity. You know, it's like, dude, yeah. the news isn't it. You know, whatever, whatever the fourth grade teacher told you on science class, 
isn't it. I can promise you I looked into it a little bit more. I promise you. Because I have yeah. friends that are fourth grade teachers now, and they don't look into it. They're drinking. You know, they're drinking. <laughs> when, like, <laughs> they're drinking. Come on. I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm writing books about this stuff, and they're drinking. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> But uh, the, the coolest part about the letters from family and friends was I found out my granddad's sister had an encounter in Ireland with a banshee like 60 or 70 years ago. So it's only my duty to tell her story and to tell our story, man. And I'm mm-hmm. related to the Fitzgerald family. So them killing JFK was really close to my heart. So and I, I visited Dealey Plaza and really channeled my ancestors. And, dude, he was the last president that stood for us. He he made a statement about how they're trying to enslave us. And then 13 days later, he gets his brain blown out. And then they don't even yep. find the killer. What a crazy thing. Oh, my God. You know, wow. But it's it's my Mal Flynn, my great aunt that I never got to meet. And she got denied and laughed at so much. I'm doing this for her. And just telling the story of all the people, man, all the people that are vanishing and missing 401, all the people that had to leave their homestead because Bigfoot came for their freaking dogs and cats and their own house, beating down doors and stuff, you know, Port Chatham, Alaska, people research it. Like a whole village had to leave because most of the men were being killed. Like when people say there's no evidence based on what? Uh, based on what? No evidence. No evidence. Oh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Based Back on what, dude? Based on what? That's oh, a yeah. Bigfoot, uh, a possible Bigfoot that I uh, got a picture of from a back camera hiking here in Florida. And I have like five crazy blurry pictures. But like I said, you know, people harass me because it's blurry. But like I told you, they have abilities. They were the true beings of this earth. They have abilities to shake their hair and make it seem blurry. So the fact that you can even capture one in a picture, like, dude, everybody expects the Patterson-Gimlin quality. Well, they killed five Sasquatches to get that. They massacred her family. They buried her baby under there to get that. And she has a big wound on her leg. She was shot at that point. Dude, they broke her will at that point. Like, But in some countries... Sasquatch is a known thing. Over in Russia, they had that one lady, Zana, that they broke her will and they mated with her. And they, they still have her uh, her son's skull. Like, come on, man. I'm so sick of people saying there's no evidence when we're swimming in it. Just because the military and the government is doing a good job of sweeping it under the rug doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I don't have time for that. That's that's silly talk, you know? Like, come on, we're grown-ups. Are we gaga gooing or are we talking like i'm about to slap <laughs> some of these people you know they want to come at me and say bigfoot's <laughs> fake yeah right yeah right most of what you say is fake Donkey <laughs> 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 versus the elephant <laughs> backhand him with your book <laughs> yeah that's why i wrote the book so i can have a tangible thing to because my friends make fun of me man they say you still believe in bigfoot bro like man how do I, how could I not? There's bones. Like you still believe there's yeah. not one. What if we prove it? Then you're embarrassing, dude. Your favorite, your favorite football team is the Tennessee Titans, but you don't believe in Bigfoot. Are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's like the Cincinnati Bengals not believing in Tigers. Like <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke, man. I'm so sick of people sweeping stuff under the rug and be like, it didn't exist. Like in this election showed it all, man. Like my sister was get like talking to me yesterday. She's like, all these people who still have their 
Trump signs in their yard are so ignorant. And I'm like, that's like the most patriotic thing you could do right now. They stole the election. The last thing, the last thing you could say is, well, I actually stood for America. You know, like I didn't just allow them just to, you know, oh my God, 130,000 consecutive votes. Like, dude, not for, not for Joe Jorgensen, not, not for anybody, but that guy, come on, that clone. Look at pictures of him three years ago. Look at pictures of him now. He switched what hand he writes with. His ears look different. Dude, there's no American pride right now. No one is proud to be an American. No one's, no one's boasting it. And I know people would say during, you know, homeboys presidency, that American pride was racist. I don't think it was all racist. Sadly, his voice spoke to racist people, just like rapper's voice speaks to hood gangster people is that who like is that the rapper's fault is that president's fault no it's just people i'm getting the message dude like people want to stir things so up man what a joke kamala harris said she believed his accusers years ago and now she's his vice president get the heck out of here get the heck out of here like what a joke you have to be you have to be fooled to to be on that side you have to be fooled and i hate to even bring politics into the but it's put, it's it's got to be paranormal. It's got it's supernatural for people to be that stupid or that fooled or that or that just like passive. Like they're just like, okay, we don't care that you're lying to us. Just keep just keep us fed and keep reality TV on, and we'll be fine. And I think that's most people. They're just not not brave enough to be an outcast and not brave enough to stand up to it. Motherfucker, I'm I'm standing up to it. You know. But let me raid uh, my buddy's encounters, and it will go into my Wolfman encounter. And this happened when I was like 12, 13 years old, before a golf league. And uh, this really rung the bell on my cryptid research. And uh, it, it really uh, shook me to my bones. I remember it was one of the most scared times I've ever, ever had. But uh, first goes Alex. Well, I guess my statement would be I take a left on the Sunrise Oval. Oh, yeah, my bad. Uh, Alex and Jake are two best friends and they were there too at the golf encounter or yeah, to go, you know, before the golf encounter, but months before they had their own encounter with this creature. So I heard about this creature for months before I slept over there. All right. So, well, I guess my statement would be, I take a left on the sunrise oval off of sleepy hollow road. As we pull in, we stop because we think a deer is crossing the road. When we look though, it wasn't a deer. It was something on two legs that ran across the road faster than the average person could run and ran up the hill in almost a gallop. And then Jake said, pulling up to Sleepy Hollow neighborhood, woods to the left, big field and a hill to the right with a red barn on top of the hill. As we were pulling in slowly, we see a figure crossing the street on two legs resembling a werewolf, bigger, Bigfoot, bigger than a human and as soon as it crosses the street it dead sprints up towards the barn running faster than humanly possible still feels like a dream pretty wild and then the second part of alex's talks about my encounter second story i believe you were there but we heard rustling outside my walkout basement when we looked outside the window there were eyes like five foot five to six foot looking in the window taller than any known ohio animal could stand and yeah, we were uh, playing pool in his basement the night before golf and his, his house was decked out. So I was excited to be over there. It was my first time ever sleeping over there at his new house because him and Jake used to be neighbors and then Alex moved to this new place. And uh, I was really excited to golf and 
and sleep over there and, you know, just be a part of it all. And I heard about the Wolfman, but it wasn't really on my on my to-do list or anything. I was really just happy to happy to be there. But then we're right. playing pool in his basement and we hear Russell. Well, a strange feeling just overwhelms us. And we hear we we start getting a little cautious and we hear rustling outside. So we turn off all the lights down in the basement and then we're all peeking through a little window like this. And then we see it just a silhouette of this creature down in the den, probably like 20 to 40 yards away. And it was, we just saw it from like its chest up and it was a hulking creature. And it was definitely a wolf man, a dog man. And now, now I look back and I hear so many stories. I really think it was a werewolf, you know, like it might've had a man, man-like abilities and conscious thoughts, you know, and it may transform. A lot of that gets really weird because there's different types of creatures out there. There's there's these big wolves, these, these black dogs, these uh, yeah. de demon dogs, kind of like uh, Resident Evil. And then there's like these werewolves, lycanthropes, and uh, all, all, the Rougarou, you know, other things they call them like down in Louisiana. But uh, there's so many, did, they get, did he get bit by a werewolf, a wolf and then turn into this thing? Did he sin for seven years? Is it in his blood, in his DNA? Like, Michael J. Fox, I'm not sure, but it just looked at us for just a couple seconds, but it felt like a lifetime. Then we dove away like into the stairwell and then ended up peeking back, you know, minutes later and it was gone. And then we ended up uh, freaking out, you know, for a while. And then we turned on Saving Private Ryan. And I remember I was on the ground just curled up because it was a whole walkout basement, glass doors, top to bottom, totally wow. vulnerable. You know, so I'm there like curled up with the blanket over me, literally shivering because I'm so scared now. Like I forgot about it for a bit. But once I slowed down and we were back there laying down, you could just feel like something was just watching you or just had the ability to snatch you right up. And uh, mm -hmm. after a while, we all connected. I don't even remember, like, were we talking about it or anything. But after a while, we ended up going from the basement all the way to the top floor in Alex's room to sleep. And that's like. I called Alex before uh, before the Dogman encounter radio just to like touch up on the details and see if he had any other encounters. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, we slept upstairs like that. We would have never slept upstairs. Like downstairs was always the basement, the sleepover spot. And we slept right. upstairs because we could not handle it. And then he also used to say that out of his upstairs room, um, he used to hear man-like owl calls. And he even used to say to his parents, that sounds like a man making owl calls. And like when he was a kid, you know, before the internet really took off and all that, you know, characteristics of a Bigfoot stuff. Like, dude, yeah. it, it's so crazy. And it sent chills up my spine. And there's there's a drive-in theater that's abandoned back there and like an old swimming hole that has like a cement block for a diving board. Like, and there's an air, uh, part of the woods is called Caves and Cliffs. So I believe there's caves and labyrinths below of caverns that travel from, you know, America to Africa, from Nevada to Florida, everything's connected. The tunnels below our feet. And there's a lot of theories about like the Thetas and Bigfoots uh, digging holes under our feet for 13,000 years, waiting for society to fall so they can reclaim their earth. And honestly, as time goes by, I'm starting to think that's a little bit more towards the truth than anything, you know? And I believe I'm big on Middle Earth and you know, they've only dug like seven kil or 12 kilometers down and then they reached their like an impenetrable barrier. So they, they have no, no 
no clue what's down there. No clue of what the truth is, man. They're, yeah. They push out movies like The Core and Gemini Man and a bunch of BS, you know, even like Interstellar. I love Interstellar, but I, I'm not falling for NASA's BS, man. I believe in heaven. I believe in, you know, the sun and the moon inside our system. You know, I don't believe in like Uranus and stuff like that. Planets are deities in our systems. They're not floating rocks you can go to. Stanley Kubrick filmed the moon landing. He, he, he comes out and says it in The Shining. He changed the room number to a certain number to say that he filmed the moon landing. And then he's with Warner Von Braun in pictures and other leaders from NASA. Like, it's such a joke that our whole reality and, like, American pride is an illusion. Like, how we found this country is not true. You know, the Native Americans were here for so long. And then there were tribes of people before them, the mound builders. Yeah. No one's talking about the mound builders in history class. They're talking yeah. about Christopher the, Columbus. He's never even been to this country. Yep. And the Adena people too, right? The, the mound builders and the Adena people in our area. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. And, and there's little, there's many little people like the hobbits and they get small, dude, like fairies, the whole thing. They exist. The elves, the trolls, like, dude, Santa, that story came from somewhere, you know, there's yeah. land beyond the poles. Admiral Byrd will tell you that he got the Medal of Honor. So I take his word for it. He found luscious jungles beyond the poles. He found mammoths, you know, other, other beings that gave him tips to to peace and sanctuary but no he comes back and you know we lock him up and throw him in a loony bin it's a shame man it's a freaking it shame is. that's why that's why i'm just trying to get my my story out here you know get it in print get it distributed so if they attack me you know they burn my trailer down then at least they could get my words one day you know and, that, and that's a shame that you have to be scared to say the truth you know it makes me yep. think back to salem like why were they killing those girls i don't think because they're the witches like they were not witches like people think you know i think they were just on to some truth you know they might have found yeah. out the uh forbidden uh just oh they just found out what they were not supposed to about the people coming over from england man it's it's sad most of our history is like it's just a joke. It's history. It's his story. It's his story. It's his story. It's nothing. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. Right. It's his story. It's his story. We got to look at our words. Horizon, horizontal, sea level. Like people believe in curved oceans. Dude, I deep sea fish 21 miles out. I'll tell you right now, it didn't curve. Did not curve 400,000, 400 feet. <laughs> tell you right now sea level and people will be like no well then i could see i could see across to europe can't i no you can't even see the like the end of a long hallway like eyes don't work like that. perspective you know oh, but the horizon will always raise to eye level i will promise you that heaven is real the earth is flat the devil controls the globe the access is 0.666 nasa means to deceive in hebrew like people come on wake up like, that's the thing, though. They're good. Most people are good people, but the devil is so intertwined in their life that just like their common practices through the day are worshiping the dark side. And that's what I'm trying to wake, wake people up, man. You know, they're playing video games that are worshiping the false gods. The ball, Baal, B-A-A-L, B-A-U-L, however you want to spell it, man. That's a scary freaking monster that they're worshiping, man. Yep. 
I'm not a big fan of Baffle, Matt. I like God. I like clouds. I like trees. I like Mother Nature. Man, I ain't trying to go down, down there, man. And a lot of people, I think, are going to go down for not even knowing. And that's sad. It's tr- it's, And that's why I'm, I'll be the crazy one. I'll be the one putting my voice out there looking like I'm ignorant and misspoken and rude. But I'm fighting for the soul. I'm fighting for people. So, hell yeah. I'll put you in your face to save your life. What, what's the first thing they teach you to be a lifeguard, dude? If that person's squirming like this, what's pretty much, if they believe that Australia is farther away than hell, for one, and then two, they think Australia is upside down right now, dude, I can call someone right now in Australia and up is still up to them and up is still up to me. Like once someone tells you up is down and down is up and once it gets to this point, it starts, turn it, turn it off, get off, man. That's a joke. Like, Dude, I, I'll go to the Church of Scientology before any of that crap, you know? <laughs> we Church of Scientology, they had, like, some crazy beliefs that, you know, these aliens, like, laid on the face of the earth when the, the sun was melting and they got some programming. Like, that's, a, that's some stuff, you know, compared to the crap that they're fishing at us. Dude, the, the Bible has 2,000-plus references of flat earth, you know, flat and immovable. The earth takes shape like clay under a seal come on the earth takes shape like clay under a seal and i had this guy that goes to the church like religiously he's like well it depends how hard you press the seal no sir no (laughs) god made this earth fixed and immovable i'm pretty sure that's the first thing they tell you in the four corners of earth how could there be a corner on a basketball i've never been dribbling and got like oh it got me in the corner oh sorry coach it hit the corner and went out of bounds are you kidding me are you kidding me? Neil deGrasse Tyson said it's an oblate shape. So is it a spear or an oblate shape? Is it a flying potato or no? No, we're in a dome. Look at the shield. Look at the ancient Hebrew conception of the universe. People will tell me, no, the Bible's just a metaphor. No, the Bible describes the, the ancient conception of the universe. You Like the four corners, the uh, moon and the sun are inside the firmament. The water's above. Dude, this, the sun and the moon are the same exact size and they're exact opposites. And moonlight is moonlight. It's not a reflection of sunlight. Dude, put put a flashlight on a basketball. It doesn't reflect. Like, put put a flashlight on a rock. It doesn't reflect. People are silly, man. Like I said, they're taking a third grade teacher's word for it who's just following the curriculum. And this is just the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds that are writing this. Like, come on, let's let's write from the soul. Let's write God's word. And I don't care what religion you are. Heaven, you know, the next place, put translate it into whatever religion you are, you know, because I'm no religion. I'm just spiritual. I'm just a being, you know, but I know something is good up and something is bad down. And I'm trying when I become spirit form, I'm trying to break through to the next level. I'm not trying to be trapped. Because I failed in this reality. Because I was too ignorant to think outside the tunnel. I was too scared to flip the next page of the book, you know. People are scaredy cats. And I ain't got time for it, you know. People are walking around scared to death right now. I'm going to NFL games. I just want to cleanse in, dude. Like, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm, I'm meeting new people. Like, and I'm being respectful of people's boundaries as well, you know. Right. But God dang it man don't be scared to live we got oh people are like when this is over when what is over this is the new world man get up you're gonna be locked in your room forever or are you gonna get out and live like i'm getting out and living 
you know, but I definitely had to get the books published because they're going to try to shut my job down because I sell comic books and fishing stuff and retro games. Guess what? In the new world, that's not that's not important enough, you know, because only Walmart right. is important enough. What a freaking joke, man. And people like in the, in the NBA, Kevin Durant is allowed to start not start the game, but he can come in and they're scared about the virus because of. What the heck? There is no common sense behind any of this. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, who can't even throw a baseball. He can't, dude, I'm not going to take advice from someone who can't even throw a baseball. Like, dude, my mom <laughs> can throw a freaking baseball. Yeah, come on, man. Now he's saying, you know, triple mask. Get the heck out of here with this BS, dude. It's BS. Most of the people that died in the Spanish flu were from their dirty mask and pneumonia. Do your research, everybody. Come on. Like, everybody wants to come at me all sideways just because I read more. Like, when you were saying you agree with me, bro, I definitely, I love that. Thank you. That just means me and you read a little bit. Me and you yeah. actually dug and, like, opened the refrigerator. We didn't just guess what was inside. We didn't just take <laughs> our TV word for it. We opened that. You know, we're sipping through, man. I want some salad. Come on, man. Croutons. They, they don't want nothing. <laughs> they don't want nothing. They're fine with their fast food that they freaking microwave. I haven't had a microwave in my house in, like, six years. Think That's very little. That's a small step. But think, that helps my brain so much, man. It helps my brain so much. Yep. I get I get sick when people turn them on. I'm like, ugh, you got zapping out of me, you know. Sometimes <laughs> I want to turn my, sometimes I want to turn my Wi-Fi on, man. But I got I got limited data on my phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to do what we got to do in the meantime, don't we? I know. I'm, I'm ready to go to the flip phone. You know, I'll, I'll I'll pay some pay some pretty girl to run my Instagram, and I'm gonna be living in a tent. You know, living in a tent. <laughs> working working on my next books that's what i'm gonna be doing you know okay like, hold on hold on hold on hold on what what's can you can you tell me a little bit about what's next we got we got eerie swamps that that's your first yeah, the, whole, right? the whole series is gonna be uh eerie swamps road trip to eden and and i'm i love this because like it's you know eerie e-r-i-e-e -E -E is usually like eerie you know and then, so, but I, mine's Lake Erie. So it's Erie Swamps. Right. And then road trip is not even an actual American word. It's supposed to be road space trip. But I was like, dude, I'm writing it myself, you know? So like, screw the American language. I make my own words up, you know? And I know, <laughs> I know that's like nothing like, oh, you just made a conjunction. But like, it's, it's just funny to me, you know, that like, people expect perfection and like my buddy he goes to fsu and he's in some writing class now and he's like he's getting freaked out by his teacher saying oh the editor wouldn't like this this and this i told him i said i wrote three books this past few months i had no editor i i edited my own so don't get don't get mad and don't let any imaginary editor get in your way write your story tell your story and that's why school, you know, I went to Bowling Green. I had a great time in the film program, but I didn't graduate from there. And now I look back, I'm like, I could have just, you know, I could have just stayed with my friend that I wanted to stay with anyway, not even went to class or went to class because the teachers don't even take attendance and you don't even have to go to the school right. to be in class. I remember this one kid, it was a film on Wednesdays. It was six to nine. He came all year. He didn't even pay. He didn't even pay. He didn't even go to the school and he got, he got to, you know, get an education. 
And but some <laughs> people will be like, "What? That's a ripoff!" You know, he didn't get a diploma. That right there. Are you paying to get a piece of paper? Or are you actually paying for the knowledge? That guy was just trying to get the knowledge. You know, he forbid yep. paying, but. Like, dude, that just shows right there. Half college students aren't even care about what they're learning about. You know, they just care about the paper. But can you blame them? They're paying $80,000 for a piece of paper. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Major improvement to uh, thebumppodcast.com. Thanks to talking to Sarah from the Snally Gaster Museum. She told me about the site to go to um, to create merch. I did that, and now I have a store on thebumppodcast.com. Go there, just click on the store, uh, the store tab, and there's merch. There's shirts. There's coffee mugs. Um, as time goes on, I'm going to build on to it. But uh, one... Thank you, Sarah. Um, everybody go check out the Snally Gaster Museum on Instagram. And two, go to thebumppodcast.com, go to the store tab, and buy some swag, buy some cool stuff. Like, everybody got tipped, flipped on their side. Some people thought their job was important. Now, now they had to get a new job, you know, so... Never be, never be too high and never be too low, you know? (laughs) But yeah, the first one is Erie Swamps, Road Trip to Eden. Second one, Big Brother, Bigfoot. And then the third one is Monsters and Mysteries Around the Corner. And I really like this one too, because this is very similar to Erie Swamps. It's about stories close to my heart, you know? And uh, I road tripped from Florida to LA one summer. And we lived in New Orleans, Jackson, Mississippi, Dallas, uh, Cuervo, New Mexico, um, Albuquerque, Las Cruces, LA, Phoenix, Tucson, made a lot of stops. And uh, this has a lot to do with my journey across America and other uh, road trips that I did. Like I went went to the Ocean City boardwalk that ended up getting destroyed by a hurricane and a mm-hmm. woman predicted it. Um, so there's lots of, lots of strange stories that are right around the corner. And the whole story is about you know, we, we buy graphic novels and we watch scary movies and, you know, we, we watch movies about the Phoenix lights and, and oh, Brandon, rest in peace, rest in peace, Brandon Lee, the crow, you know, this is a cursed film. I don't know if you saw my video, but I've been doing cursed films and stuff. Another cursed film, Lord of the Rings. This is when people tell me the best Bigfoot movie, it's either Lord of the Rings or Shrek. Come on. And then they want to say, wait, no, Shrek's an ogre. An ogre? That's a Bigfoot. Don't make me slap you. Don't make me kick you with a Shrek foot, you know? Ogres, orcs, rougarous, werewolves. Dude, Bigfoot is a broad term. Sasquatch is the hairy guy. Don't get me wrong. But Bigfoot? 
that could be Mothman. That could be the creature from the Black Goon, Lagoon. You know, Alien versus Predator. You know, if it's got a big foot, if it's a mammoth still alive, I'll say that's a big foot. You know, of course, Wait. it's going to be used a little different, but I use Bigfoot as a broad term. You know, say Sasquatch if you want to if you want to talk about the hairy guy, you know. And that kind of that kind of ties in with your shirt too, man. You got you got the silhouette of Bigfoot with the question mark on it for Bigfoot yep. Anonymous. Bigfoot yeah, Anonymous. Yeah, I uh the guy who made the shirt, he's like, Yeah, do you want the text on it? Bigfoot Anonymous? And he's like, It will cost more. I'm like, nah, man. The Bigfoot is the Bigfoot, and the question mark means anonymous. And shout out to my homie from Sparks from Paranormal. He designed this for me a very long time ago. Thank you, brother. He asked me uh, when we were doing our podcast, he's like, hey, can you send me a logo? And I, uh, I hand-drawn a bunch of logos. And I sent him, he's like, man, uh, do you have any high definition? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm working on it. And uh, he, he ended up making it for me overnight. And I'm very, I'm very thankful. But it's a very cool take on it because Bigfoot Anonymous, um, I want to anonymously tell people stories as well or tell, you know, anonymous people I, my story my name's already been out there i wanted to use like connor the countryman uh but i connor flynn i had to man you know it's hard enough i already contacted some of my aunts on facebook so i had to you know i had to say connor flynn eerie swamps road trip to eden i couldn't be like connor the countryman i would i would have lost him man but <laughs> it's, it's so it's so wild man but yeah it's uh but my next book the fourth book is every camp has a crystal lake and that one talks about all the haunted camps and campuses that i have visited and i am so excited to dive into it and release it because it's already like 85 percent type um i'm really just putting the finishing touches on it and then i have two other ones too um one is called crooked crooked calendars and constipated consciousness because october what month is October the 10th octo octagon come on it's Oct October should be the eighth month September septa seven nueve November nine deca December 10 yep. why the heck is it 12 oh my gosh you know days are not 24 hours they round up and they got us false praising these false holidays and like spring is supposed to be you know bright and new things rising not go to cleveland january 1st dude it's a blizzard yeah. that's not yeah. spring come on man what, the new year is they... supposed to be an awakening so it really dives into i go i have a chapter for each month and then i go into like a conspiracy or what they're hiding or how that yeah. month is special it's a, uh, it's really freaking cool. And like January is Memento Mori Day, and October is forever. And uh, I'm, I'm really pumped about it. But uh, every camp has its Crystal Lake is gonna be so freaking cool because I talk about all the haunted colleges and like crazy drinking stories, and then Mohican uh, school that everybody from my town goes to in fifth grade, and had a couple encounters in my uh, first book that my friends typed up. My buddy Adam. He, uh, while I was there, he was sleepwalking. He got lured outside and he thinks something was trying to take him. 
And it's like wow. potential missing 401 case. And he ended up getting wrapped up by one of the counselors and they, they made it all about how he was doing it bad. And I remember being waking up in the middle of the night about it. So it was freaking crazy. And he typed it up in my uh, letters from family and friends chapter. But months before that, my friend Kaylee Kaminsky, she's a clairvoyant girl, always had crazy incidences uh, growing up. She went to the Mohican school. She woke up and she saw 40 ghosts, a whole class of ghosts. It was wow. so crazy. And I remember hearing that because she had to come home a little early and uh, for months ahead of when, when I was going to Mohican. So I was anticipating something the whole time. And man, yeah. half the kids from our grade, like uh, went home early, like midweek because they were so sick and that had, had something to do with sickness, of course, but there was definitely blankets of strange encounters. And there's four schools, like four, two boys and two girls, like dorms. And there was only, two of them being used at the time, one girl, one boy. So there's a whole empty dormitory with full of windows. So every, a whole week's worth, we're walking by it, peeking for ghosts. And it was freaking crazy. And my scariest encounter there was I, uh, I was at the main school part and I had to go to the bathroom. Number two, I have another number two story after this too. Uh, <laughs> I had to go number two. Uh, and the bathroom was being used in the school. So I had to get all dressed up and go all the way back to the dorms, the haunted dorms where Adam just got lured out and my Kaylee just saw 40 ghosts months before. So, and the toilets were just holes, like deep holes down, like deep tubes. You've seen those ones before. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I get into the dorm and I go all the way back to the bathroom and I, like nothing paranormal happened, but it was so freaky being alone, pooping in there and it being so <laughs> silent that, that I heard sounds, but I don't know what it was, you know, and it, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. But another story I had evolving number two is last year in Pascagoula, Mississippi, um, where the famous story of the Pascagoula River alien abduction happened. Yes. Uh, two men were taken in the 70s and taken on a spaceship and experimented on and more than a thousand people below on the ground saw a spaceship in the sky. So something happened, you know, but yep. I, I was going to uh, Biloxi to uh, visit a friend and um, well, I, I was a whole day early and I'm going to the Honey Island Swamp, which is a mecca for uh, werewolves and Rougarous and Bigfoot and Victor yeah. Crawley from the Hatchet series. They say, go into the Honey Island Swamp, you'll never come out, you know? But I was meeting my buddy Adam, the one who was getting lured out of the freaking cabin, you know? And that's the thing. I, Jake, the buddy that had the werewolf, Adam, the one who got lured out of the cabin, these are my day ones, and they still my freaking homies, man. So everything's connected when it's, when it's right, when it's meant to be, you know? Yes, it is. But uh, I was visiting Adam. In Biloxi, his family uh, got got a free uh, MGM uh, at the Beau Rivage room. So it's only a couple hours from me, and they're coming from Cleveland, so I was glad to meet them, you know. And the whole day before, I went to New Orleans and the Honey Island Swamp because there was a misunderstanding that I arrived a whole day before early, and I had nowhere to go, so I had to live out of my car again. No biggie because I've been living out of my car, basically, you know. But uh, I went to the Honey Island Swamp alone, and – uh, got a picture of strange carcass and a uh, potential Bigfoot uh, right here looking, looking from the woods. Pretty, oh, it's yeah. pretty wild. I see a dark face with an eye, pretty clear as day. But yeah, uh, got got some wild stories in the in the Honey Island Swamp. But in Pascagoula, the next day we did this uh, gator gator farm tour, and then we went to Shepherd State Park. And in Shepherd State Park, they have 
like a walkway above the swamp, like 12 feet, but it was undone uh, completely. And we were pretty far out and Adam's, Adam's parents were staying in the car. And uh, jokingly, I did some Bigfoot hoops and, you know, just to try to stir it up. But I was, I was out of line, out of character, you know, because it's, it's cool to do tree knocks and Bigfoot hoops. Maybe if you're in a safe spot, you know, that you could control the environment, which where could you do that? Basically never. So basically never do Bigfoot hoops, you know, unless you want bad things. <laughs> you know, because you don't, we don't speak that language and you're going to get Bigfoot sign and noise anyway. If they're around, you don't have to call for them. You're going to feel them, you know, but I was doing just messing around, kind of just stirring Adam up, you know, and I was doing some Bigfoot calls. And then we're jumping from uh, these peg to peg because some of it, some of the walkway is incomplete. So it's these tall pegs and I'm jumping across and I leap across. And when I uh, land, I just feel a sharp pain in my stomach and it just like leaks out of me and I fart and I go in my pants, you know, and I'm like, oh, oh no. no. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like a half a mile from anywhere safe because we're above the swamp. And then, uh, then I'm with Adam and his parents. So I don't want to embarrass myself too. And I have sensitive skin, so I knew a rash was going to be coming soon. You know, so, I had to <laughs> so we keep walking for a while. And I remember I made a video and it's, it's somewhere on my Instagram. But at that point, I was filming and uh, and I already cracked my pants. Like, And Adam still doesn't know because uh, I, I wrote about it in the Bigfoot book, uh, the Pascagoula chapter. But I don't think Adam read read that far yet. Um, you know, he's taking his he's taking his time. But uh <laughs> But it's so funny that Adam doesn't even know and his parents don't even know, but I crap my pants. But yeah, so I crap, I crap my pants and then we walk for a while more on the high beam, but then we finally get back to the woods. And I'm like, Adam, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. And he probably just thinks I gotta piss real quick. So he doesn't go that far away. And, uh, but I keep walking, but in my head the whole time, I'm like, oh no, point of separation. You know, that's like one of the most number one rules I'm missing for a one, don't separate. Because once you separate, you get taken. Someone gets taken. Either Adam's going or I'm going. So I'm sick at this point. And I was already drinking and dehydrated. So it could have just been anything happening. But I believe that infrasound might have hit me and just sent, sent a shock down me, you know, made me lose myself just for a split second. You know, saw yep. me jump. And, you know, if for them, they're manipulators of time. You know, but we're all just vibrations. And if you can really channel it, you could probably make a second feel like a bit you know, so in yeah. that split second when I was midair, he hit me with that beam. I just let loose, man. I land. I'm like, oh, and I just let, let loose. But I go. So I get to, I get to the woods and uh, I tell Adam, I got to go. And I keep going around the corner and I'm scared to death. And I drop my pants and I hear this rumbling, like in rustling, more of them rustling in the, in the woods over there, like probably like 15 yards away. And I drop my pants and I'm like sensing it, like one eye up and one eye trying to check below. And I see in my pants that I've made a mess. So I start taking my shoes off while looking up uh, still at that, whatever that noise is. And while I'm getting my shoes off, it charges at me. And I, like, I have my pants halfway off and I go like a dispensive motion, but it never like broke the plane. I never actually saw a visual of what it was, oh, but wow. I, I don't know if it knew what was going on the whole time or it smelled my, what happened to me. And it was maybe curious or it was the creature that made it happen. I don't, I don't know, but I get, I get my underwear off. I pull that off. I take my sock off. I wipe myself, wipe my butt. And then I bury both my socks and my underwear, pull my pants up and run back to Adam. 
And he's like, dude, what was that over there? And I didn't know if he was just messing with me or talking about the noise. And I was just like, it's nothing, man. Because I was just so embarrassed. And uh, it was just <laughs> wild, you know? And I, I, I loved, I think it's funny now telling that story because I was so embarrassed at the time with Adam and his parents, you know? But now, dude, I'll tell a story to the world, you know? I, I don't care. <laughs> but, uh, it, was, it was definitely a, a strange encounter. And then uh, last year, I also had a very strange encounter at uh, Bellamy Bridge, which is like the most famous haunted bridge in Florida. Elizabeth Bellamy, she died on her wedding day. She told her husband, I'll forever be with you. And uh, she's still spotted to this day out there, white beams of life. Uh, they say she might have died of malaria. Uh, and then her baby died of malaria. And then her husband killed himself. But the, the, the legend is that she caught on fire on her wedding dress and then she ran out. Uh, and jumped into the water off of the bridge to put the water out. And then, and then she died later. Uh, but every time you go out there, it's in the Florida swamp. It's about a mile in and it's an old metal bridge. But, you know, I like going for ghost hunting. But, dude, you're in the Florida swamp. There's panthers, jaguars and skunk oh, yeah. apes. So I'm ready for that. And uh, I, I'm going to release it soon. But I got GoPro footage of a loud whoop. And it stopped us in our in our tracks. So we were already out there like three to four uh, hours, you know, smoking CBD, doing meditations, and just really channeling ourselves. And we took that as a message to get the heck out. Well, actually, the hoot was just kind of alerting us. But then, uh, not shortly after, was uh, or shortly after, not long after, uh, a tree <laughs> crashed down. A big tree crashed down, and I just had a knife, and my buddy had a gun. He's a military veteran and stuff, but he was spooked too. He was freaked. They always say, you know, these encounters with these, our ancestors, our giants, they're, they're, it's scarier than war. You know, war is man versus man. This thing, it's, it's a true being of this planet, man. It's like a true angel and demon, the Nephilim from above. Like, damn, the fallen angels fell on Mount Hermon and Paramount Pictures is, you know, blasting that image all around. Like, it's a freaking joke. I watched the Super Bowl last night on Paramount Pictures Network or something, some kind of stream. Man, did you see the weekend on the, the Super Bowl performance? Like, I did. dude, I did. they all got masks mask on, like slave masks, like those white masks. And then a couple of years ago, if you watched it, they had the mask, like the coronavirus mask. So, dude, it's so scary that they just put the truth right there. And like so many people, like I was, I love the game, you know, but gosh, like they hit you with so much subliminals the whole time. There was like, there was UFO uh, commercials and stuff and then Shaq yep. versus uh, Sasquatch in the pregame. Like, dude, they tell me that Sasquatch isn't real, but they, they eat Jack Lake's jerky. Like, give up the jerky if you don't believe he's real, you know? Like, I have got <laughs> time for these people. Man. I really don't. I really don't. And and Bigfoot science come in way different, you know, way different structures and signs you know so many different things you know people think you just see a bigfoot or a, a footprint no man a tree structure a twist off you know a geoglyph on the ground could be something man and then if you you know incorporate the fae and the trolls and fairies dude what the heck and i saw you had a missing 401 like dinosaur video i i gotta look into that that probably has yeah, something to do with like reptilians and you know middle earth and everything Right up my alley, you know. Yeah, you'll love that. You'll love that. And I don't know if it's a secret or or, or not. But uh, Rob, his name is Rob Larson, the guy that was on there for that episode. He uh, he has this, you know, this theory of everything that how how it went down, and 
he's actually writing a book about it right now. So probably in the next couple of months, he'll have that finished. I helped do a little bit of editing for him, you know, just did a little proofreading and stuff and uh, sent the book back to him and he's, he's doing his finishing touches. So there's going to be a a book about his missing 411 dino theory. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. He's, he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of good information to back it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's I mean, that sounds, that sounds freaking awesome. And uh, yeah, cool. I'm gonna, I'll try to follow him or, you know, find his social media and maybe reach out to him. If I, if it's up my alley, which I, it already sounds like it is. Yeah. He's a cool guy, that's- man. He's on Facebook. I know he, I know he's on Facebook cause we talk just through messenger. I don't get on Facebook that much uh, lately. I'll, I'll get on my Facebook page for the, uh, for the podcast but as far as personal facebook i don't do a whole lot on that anymore but but he's right. on there they're in court right now for stealing our data like people will yeah. be like no they don't well why is zuckerberg in court right now and yeah that, why did, that's why did everybody's, yeah why did everybody's facebook shut down a few weeks ago like right around the election and stuff and then everybody had to log back in i was like oh i wonder what kind of update they did you know yeah yeah, I like, dude. I was on Parlor and they totally took Parlor offline. Yeah, like that's crazy, you know. Yeah, I know a too. lot of my story posts get flagged and stuff. I've been dealing with censorship ever since the school newspaper, dude. And I have that on one of the books. I might be one of the future books in like the autobiography section. But at, I was just, I was the head sports writer for the Devil in the school paper, and I was the editor too. And uh, I was a mixed martial arts writer with my buddy Danny. We ran FPMMA. We, we covered Stipe Miocic, Fedor Rogers. We went to UFC events, Strike Force, WEC, Uriah Faber. We were doing it. And we were high school students, you know. We were doing it professionally while we were in a high school class. So we used our newspaper articles from our, our, our stuff for, the, for the, uh, the school paper, you know, just so we could, you know, goof off in class and research what we wanted, of course. Yeah. And then uh, one of the newspaper or one of the articles uh, that Danny wrote, talked about alcohol being served at the fights because that was news that was part of the story you know like it was something specific to what was going on some kind of like you know some kind of knockout special you know like a five dollar special or something and then the school ended up taking that we were encouraging underage drinking which we weren't (laughs) at that point i was a square dude i didn't smoke i didn't drink i didn't do anything so they they were totally wrong about that and uh they tried to expel me and uh try to suspend me, expel me. They tried kicking me off the newspaper, but they just stripped me of my editing position, which I was like, fine, less work for me. You know, like I still was editor. So really resume wise, I, I still write it down. I don't care. Right. You know? still count. <laughs> and, and now they built a chip on my shoulder that I just come at them nonstop because they think they know it all these the education and even like the, the bone, you know, the giant bone that we have, they're like, Oh, you should get that analyzed by who the Freemasons. Like, come on, dude, we already, we, you know what, you know, you know, and I have much, re- much respect to professionals and paleontologists and archeologists, but dude, most of them are in somebody's pocket. And if they have some discovery themselves, they can't even come out with it. You know, you know how many stories they've been told to shut up about like, dude, I'm just, I got nothing for that. I, I want the truth to get out because truth is awareness. You know, if some of those missing 401 people knew what was really out there, maybe a, a couple less of them would have went missing. You know, it's, it's so scary that 
we're not being warned about this and things are coming up right to people's doors. You know, I, I know you've seen the Sasquatch face that came from the 11 minute video. There's like nine different cuts and it shows the, the Sasquatch breathing, blinking, like it's clear as day. And I put it on my Facebook a few times just so like my family can never, they can never say that they've never seen Sasquatch because it's clear as day right there. And, you know, sometimes I just want to smack these people in the face with the information. I, I hate to change the subject, man, but do you have a cat or something? Yeah, yeah, I have two cats. Okay, okay, because behind your right shoulder, I hadn't seen anything move for an hour. Then I see this head pop up, man, and I'm like, oh, no. I was like, man. Yeah, uh, two cats here, uh, Kodak and Cuddy. Yeah, and uh, okay. I, also, Cuddy. I also had uh, two other cats in my mom's house. Uh, baby and Simba, but sadly last year, uh, baby got killed by some wild animal, and that oh, made no. me question all of this, man, because she got tore apart back there. And you know, I had a love for panthers, gators, rougarou, werewolf, like I, I wanted them all, you know. Yeah. But my best friend, you know, she was with me in Ohio, and my parents divorced. My sister was really bad into drugs, you know. Baby was there for me in my lowest. Like I could have killed yeah. myself. I don't even know because. Luckily, I wasn't alone when she was there for me, just purring, you know, just being there, just someone to talk to, someone to laugh at, someone to goof around with, you know, and yeah. it's just so unfair that she was taken. And I believe in heaven and I know she's up there, but just it was just unfair to be taken that that quick. You know, she still had more years. She was she was only like 10 or 12, which is plenty of years with me, you know, but right. dude, she could have lived to 20. The neighbor's cat's like 19. I'm like, eh, she had, she had a couple, you know, but then parts of me is like, maybe it, maybe it was mercy compared to like cancer down the road or something, you know, everything happens for a reason. So yes, I'm in a battle of like, did I make it happen? All this cryptid research and, you know, uncovering stuff like did, did God make that happen? Did the government make that happen? Did coincidence which i don't believe in make it happen like right. it, it was just so much went through my heart you know and then my fact that simba is still out there and then buck we have a dog out there if it's a freaking monster then what's up with them you know like and i'm yep. just so scared in all different angles you know i'm like did i cause this or is something still out there and then we set up trail cams and one of them busted like a bunch of strange coincidences that i don't buy you know and i just I just, I hurt for my baby and I uh, wish for my, my other cats and Simba, she just got out of the vet too. Cause uh, she had deep, deep, uh, a deep gash. And they think it's from a bobcat. And it's like, God dang it. You know, I love the strange wildlife and getting pictures of weird things, but if they're attacking my homestead, then I have to st stand up for myself, you know? And yep. it turns yep. me into a different person that I don't want to be, you know, after she died, I wanted to kill Bigfoot. I wanted to kill werewolves. I wanted to kill everything. Bobcat comes to my property. Wolf comes out of my property. Dead. You know, I, I was yeah. not happy, you know, yeah. and that's not fair. Cause that was their property before I moved in, you know, or before my mom moved in over there. It's like, it's sickening. It's sickening. And then the whole pandemic, how it was pushing animals in new spots. So I was pissed at that. I blamed, I blamed the current world, you know? Yeah. So just everything going wrong just made me sick, man. And, it was it was a hard hard hill to jump over and 
I have pictures of her uh, in a couple of the books because, dude, she used to fish with us. She'll go on the raft out there. She'll shoot fish with my mom up in Indiana, go under the tunnel up in Ohio. She was she was part of our adventure. She's in a couple of the books too. Just when we were uh, tripping on LSD and uh, for eclipses and blood moon eclipses and special holidays, we you know we do LSD and. Uh, there's a, a seed called Hawaiian baby wood rose and it has LSA in it. And if you ground it up and put it in a shot glass of water and you extract it and turn it into a drink, you start tripping. And the ancient Indians used to do that all the time. And it shows you revelations that you could never imagine or, or even come wow. to sober. And man, I've, I've figured some things out, but I've, I've had body buzzes and I've also time traveled. Like, dude, uh, there was hold one. On, hold on, hold on. You, you've time traveled. Yes, in, in my body and mind, I have went yeah. to places of decades and and other times that just, like, I could appear, I, I guess it would be teleportation through time, you know, I guess that's time travel, but I could appear to a story that I was trying to figure out, you know, it was kind of like Sherlock Holmes putting himself into the situation, but there was yeah. an MMA fighter that uh, disappeared in the desert long ago, not long, like eight years ago now. And uh, they never found out his death. And they said, you know, so he must have got turned around for something and dehydrated and ran out of water. And he was an expert outdoors. So something had to happen. And I didn't get any for sure answers, but I just was there with him, you know. And I, it's when you're tripping and doing DMT, it's beyond language, you know. So it's hard to put into words, but just feelings. Right. I, I felt him, you know, and it, I like, felt like I figured out figured out a murder but he didn't get i don't i don't believe he got murdered i think it was a, a mixture of the environment but there's definitely creatures out there so i don't i don't want to come out and say bigfoot killed him but i think he something that is evolved with the missing 401 cases also killed this mma fighter and it's very wow. easy for people to look into uh i just don't want to say his name because i don't want any family members to you know his family's hurting still so i don't want to yeah. throw my crazy LSA trips, you know, out there, you know, I would want to do it the right way. If I, if I ever met his family one right way, I'd, I'd say who I am and say what I did and what I believe, but uh, I would never want the message to be misconstrued. But right. when we were taking LSD in my backyard, we heard rustling coming from the other side of the barn one time. And uh, we thought it was a deer or my two cats, Simba and baby at the time. And we we're like looking around and we see the two cats right by us. So it wasn't them. And it oh, wasn't wow. a freaking deer because it made our chest rumble again with infrasound. That's why I think in Pascagoula, the infrasound just hit me and I just leaked. You know, I just pooped right there. <laughs> I think I've been hit with infrasound before and it's kind of loosened me up. But uh, in, my, in my backyard on LSA or LSD, uh, we were under the the moon and we heard something on the other side of the barn and we went to investigate with a stick and something just hit us like infrasound or some wave that just told us go back and we just literally internally surrendered and walked right back and just laid down and me and jake still talk about that like what the heck was that because yeah you're tripping out and you're like oh my god everything is everything vibes are vibes you know we're all just energy we're just all connected by the cloud by the roots but dude, there was some type of massive being over there, either a massive deer that like knew about us like a Wendigo or the deer people, or it was a Sasquatch. But I also had an encounter in those woods with a crawler type creature like the descent. 
you know, those white type yeah. creatures like the rake. And I know like the rake, rake is yeah. a creepy pasta, they say, but there's also these type of creatures like Gollum from the Lord of the Rings, you know, right. these white yeah. translucent. And I was driving home from family video one time after midnight, I was working and I was getting right at Prospect in Boston. And there's a big trail line that goes from the woods to the woods across this. And it was really foggy. And I saw this translucent. This was the, cl the clearest. But next to the dog, man, my lights were on, dude. I 100% saw a translucent creature take like the last two steps before leaping into the woods. So it, mm -hmm. it had to know I saw it too. And every time I drove by there after that, it like stuck with me. But for some reason, I don't connect that with the creature that came out um, during during the moon, you know. And there's another writer, uh, Lauren Richards, that my mom used to babysit uh, in a, right by our neighborhood. And he told me about other paranormal stuff that happened in those woods, that there's like a witch's stone. And uh, and I just think witch, witch's stone, caves, ley lines, anything's possible out there, you know. Yeah. A cave could have this this day and then this another day you know caves connect creatures move fast what could be here today might not be here tomorrow but another right. time i had this one girl uh sleeping over and my mom was home so i couldn't have her pull into the driveway because i had to be secretive so i had her parked in the neighborhood back by the woods and uh i had her well i had a whole plan so i was out there and you know i was young and it was like one of my first times ever being with the girl so i was like so excited you know i was like ecstatic you know something was inside me and uh i i told her i'd wait for her you know after a while but she was super late and i tried calling her calling her she didn't answer so i just walk out back by where i told her to park because i thought maybe maybe her phone's dead maybe she's back there waiting for me so i'm back there and i'm still calling her and you know cussing just rounded and again this is before, this is years ago. This is like when I was like 16 or 17. Uh, so 12, 10 years ago. Um, I'm in my backyard, neighbor's backyard, but far back there, you know. And I'm waiting for this girl and I hear something charge out of the woods and I freaking full speed sprint <laughs> for my back door at an angle. And my, my neighbors, they have a pool and a garden. And I was going, I knew I was going through the garden, but I wasn't too worried about what was on the ground, but they had metal stakes and I didn't know that. And one big metal stake went through my lip and like up, oh no. cut my face so bad. And then I hit, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it was my left shoulder. So I guess it came from this side. It broke my left collarbone again, you know, shout out to shoulder pain, I told you. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I had this big mark through my lip and like onto my nose and it looked like a bad canker sore for like four weeks. So I was so embarrassed by it, you know, and I'm like, but luckily I had a sling. So it looked like I just got jumped, you know, but so I'm running back. I hit the stake, break my collarbone, bleeding from my face and I hit the ground and I just get back up and roll and keep running full freaking speed run. And then I get down, I run in my back door, slam the door, run to the basement, look at my face. I'm all bloody. Luckily, still on my phone. I finally calling her. Well, no, no, I wasn't calling her. She called me and she finally says she's here. Yeah, she says she's here. And I'm so pissed off at that point. But I'm also worried about her, you know, because this creature is still back there. So I'm like, you just got to get out of here. You got to leave. And uh, she's like, what? What? She's like, yeah, I'm like, I, I can't. I'm fucked. You know, I said, I'm effed up or something, you know? And uh, just screaming at her. And I was so, I was more pissed. I was like mad because she was late. And she made me be out there. Like I was, I was so mad. And uh, I 
and she wanted she wanted to stay she was like oh you know giving me good reasons why she would stay and take care of me and i was just not having it man and i and for me like in those early days never never had you know never had a chance and then uh, yeah, for me to still decline it, like I was grumbled, you know, and and then my parents, my parents thought I was drunk and stuff because I I needed a sling, and my whole face, they thought I was drunk and fell down, and I was like, no, something chased me from the woods back there, and we also had another encounter that uh, these two big black dogs chased us on bikes, and uh, white vans used to surround us, so we're all surrounded by spooky stuff, you know, but the uh, yeah. which is which is ball, which is different from the witch's stone. The witch's ball was a scary, scary place that uh, we always went to and visited when we were kids, like with our football team. You see it pretty oh, well? Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's a granite ball. And uh, there was a witch named Kristoff, or however you say her German name, probably. Uh, she, she was, I think she got divorced. And so her husband left her. Her husband died. So she was lonely, solo for her life. And then she got knocked up. And the guy left her again and her family was uh, harassing her, saying she was a whore, a slut, you know, making her think like she was nothing, like alone. So she had a family party and she put arsenic in all their meals and she killed like seven or eight of her family members, dumped them in her well and then carried on with her day. And they say she had a whole enough arsenic to wipe out the entire town. So if she did, I probably wouldn't have existed, you know, but uh, it's, it's pretty funny. A pretty wild story, but then she's buried under that granite stone, that granite ball. And when it's hot, the ball is cold. And when it's cold, the ball is really hot and snow won't fall on it ever. And occultists ever come there and witches from all around the world come to say seances. So that was always a wild spot. And my friend Billy uh, grew up from across, across from there. And uh, we we used to, you know, keep eyes on it. We were the security guards of the graveyard. So anybody that went in after dark, we knew about it. And uh, yeah. just takes me back, man. And then there's another place called the Crybaby Bridge that's right by Irma's house. And it's right right by a satanic uh, church that they sacrifice babies. But the whole, and all these stories kind of intertwine because Crybaby Bridge is a woman that didn't want to keep her baby and she threw it off the off the bridge so that gets intertwined with the the Kristoff witch's ball all the time and then there's Irma's house that's right it's like a triangle it's like the Bermuda triangle but it's like the Boston triangle and uh the Irma's house which is also really cool there's a chapter in uh Erie Swamps and all the pictures the colored pictures are phenomenal but in the book you can still see it there are orbs I'm not I'm big on Bigfoot, aliens, and monsters. You know, I'm not flipping through hoops about orbs and stuff, but when orbs right. are the size of windows, that's an energy ball. That's an energy ball. That's weird. Yeah. Dragon ball. Come on, you know? Uh-huh. So, so Irma's house is something special because uh, to enter, you have to break in through the cellar. And the whole story is she killed her family, sadly, and then sent them down the, tr- the coal chute, and then she hung herself up in the attic. And the whole thing is you enter through the cellar and you have to get up to the attic. So you have to go through her whole house. It's really oh, wow. scary. It's really cool. And then the neighbors, they, uh, they protect it. Uh, so they sick dogs on people and you have to park like a half a mile down the road and then walk through the Creek just to, just to get through. So there's a whole story inside Erie swamps of that. And it's a mixture of just 
drunken fun of later years and then high school fun. So it's always been a spot, but now they have Irma's house way boarded up and it's the police patrol it regularly. So I'm really glad I got to enjoy it and investigate it while I can. And if you uh, Google Irma's house, there's only like one, one thing you can find about it that tell a story. So it's like, it was my responsibility to tell the local lore, you know, and that's yeah. a lot of this. Like there's another story called white shoes that right past the fences, you can see the, a girl's white shoes. So we'd be playing basketball and the ball would roll over there. You'd be like, watch out for white shoes. And the whole story is she was a little girl. Her dad was an alcoholic and uh, there was an alcoholic anonymous right on the other side of the fence, right by the bowling alley. And uh, he was, Drinking at the bowling alley, got arrested. Then he was forced to go to a not alcoholics anonymous. Had to bring his daughter with him all the time, but she couldn't leave his sight, so she couldn't go around that fence. She always just wanted to play with us at the playground, but her dad wanted her to see wanted to see her. So all we could ever see were her white shoes. And then of course, homeboy relapsed, got got a drunken accident killed the daughter and now she lives forever with her white shoes and man southwick manor that was just like well every night every night when we slept over there we were looking for white shoes and every time we were playing basketball every time the ball went out of bounds we were talking about white shoes you know so <laughs> the same people that i was playing 21 with you know will tease me about bigfoot but they know that they know that ghosts are real so it's it's yeah. a funny funny line to walk you know and i know when you're this crazy and this wild, maybe some things do contradict yourself, but growth is big. And I just believe in everything under the sky, you know, mermaids, dragons, Bigfoot. It's not made up. There's truth in all the ancient dialects and tribal stories of all the lands. The indigenous people of Australia talk about the Yowie and the Bunny Yip. You know, the Chinese talk about the Yeti and the Yaren. Come on, man. Native yep. Americans talk about the Kustaka and all the different uh, wild men that, you know, they've encountered. Then they got the Mogollon Monster, the Susquehanna Seal, the Fort Skunkay, Tennessee Titans, Ohio Grassman. Come on. They, the, the Boogeyman? Come on. The Boogeyman or Bigfoot. The Boogers. The Wood Boogers. Come yep. on. The Desert Apes. I, I just talked to so – I haven't even released that episode yet. Somebody asked me about – you know, why, why did you say it's in the booger woods? And I was like, well, because, you know, it's their woods. You know, it's, it's the, the boogeyman. You know, that's that same story my grandma says, don't go outside, the boogeyman will get you. you hey, know? She, she was wise, and she was trying to help you 100%. Yep, yep. and, you know, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you, Connor. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to wrap it up tonight, but I want to bring you back on, man, because we have a lot we didn't even get to touch on. Yeah, we didn't we get could, to talk about talk for hours for sure. Yeah, bro, for sure. For sure. We didn't get to talk about the uh the stone head I got sitting over here from Cleveland. Uh we didn't get in in depth on on that whole Mound Builders Avenue, but I I definitely want to bring you back on the show, man, if you'll if you'll do me the honors of coming back. Gladly. Yeah, we're just a call away. Yeah, brother. Uh Give me a give me a little uh information on how people can find you how they can get a hold of your books, uh, just all your social media stuff real quick. That way uh, yeah. we can share it. Uh, you guys can find me on Bigfoot Anonymous on SoundCloud. I uh, narrate newspaper articles about the mound builders and Bigfoot encounters from uh, anonymous sources all across the internet. And then also on Instagram, Bigfoot Anonymous. I just made a TikTok, Bigfoot Anonymous. I'm 
on the road to get a thousand followers because then you can go live and uh, going live on TikTok is like really uh, good to boost the boost numbers. But I think it will be really fun to take multiple people on these haunted excursions with me, you know, and they can screen cap yeah. it and maybe, uh, you know, discover some things that I can't see. And, you know, there's a haunted abandoned house, like we're, like literally a hundred feet behind my trailer over there. So that will be a, a daily thing that will go and, uh, you know, go, go live with them. And maybe I'll just prop my phone up and, and go, go into here and, you know, smoke some joints while they're watching the haunted house, you know, but, awesome. uh, yeah, yes. I, but yeah, I'm on TikTok. You know, the Chinese got my information because Biden gave it to them. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys can find my my books, Eerie Swamps, Road Trip to Eden, on Amazon. Uh, just search my name or that, and it will pop up. And uh, please, you know, buy it. Give give me your honest feedback. You know, but make sure you uh, ask yourself. You know, ask yourself. Am I breaking down all the walls? You know, I don't want to hear no third grade feedback. Sometimes my boss will ask me, what about the guys that fly around the world? I'm like, dude, I'll show you the voyage around the world. Each stop on a flat earth map. You, you know, I, you can, just like if you got macaroni and cheese, you can put your macaroni and cheese all around your plate. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's so <laughs> silly. Monsters and Mysteries around the corner. That's also on Amazon. Big Brother, Bigfoot. That one's the thickest. They're all the same price, but man, that one's got some girth. And that one's got some cool uh, pictures of tree structures, blurry Sasquatch faces, tree bends, me uh, next to pyramids and uh, Indian mounds. Went to the Kolomoki Mounds in Georgia recently. They're more than 100 foot tall. No one's talking about pyramids in America. I just went to Georgia Guidestones up in Georgia. They're telling did you us go? Yeah, I, I went, man. I, I did a video awesome. up there. So that's what I'm saying. I'm out here. I'm in the swamp. I'm writing books. I'm doing it every freaking day. I'm doing podcasts. I'm diving into it. Come on, man. People, like, they need to wake up. You know, this lazy burnout boy with the long hair, you know, who they want to make fun of? Guess what? I'm taking this more serious than your teacher, your pastor, your favorite athlete, your favorite political person. You know, come on, man. Stop lying to ourselves and cut ourselves short. I'm just a voice for the people, for the fallen, for the people that can't speak. I'll gladly be the loud mouth for them because they never got a chance. And some people get intimidated in not speaking. Man, I'll be their voice too. People can come try, come try to intimidate me, man. I had a Sasquatch bend over a tree right in front of me. No man that bleeds is going to intimidate me. Come on, man. I stood right across from Logan Paul, the baddest dude ever, and he backed down, you know? <laughs> and that's a joke about Logan Paul, but he's about to knock out Floyd. And then so, so yeah, I ain't scared of nobody, man. I ain't scared of go. nobody. Stipe Miocic was the baddest heavyweight ever. And he shook my hand like another man, man. So I ain't scared of nobody. Like the men in black, I don't think they're people. So I'm scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> they are scary. And again, the movies make a joke about it. Like, haha, they erased your memory. Like, dude, that's, that's not funny. That's not funny right. at all. You know, they came onto people's property and they wiped out all the Indian mounds and took away the giant skeletons. And whenever they see UFOs, they tell them they did it and they, you know, take away their, their property. Like, dude, I'm sick of being bullied into silence. Like people need to wake up. The time is catching up. Like, oh, you can't, they can't keep lying, you know? And the people that are trying to say, you know, Bigfoot is a monkey. Come on, guys. He's a person. He could speak. They've made it with people. Come on, guys. 
The people that are pushing the monkey thing got something to hide. The guys that killed the Bigfoot back at Bluff Creek, they all wanted to say it was a monkey after. Because if they ever came out that they killed one, killed a monkey. Big whoop. But if you killed the ancient people of our ancestors, the closest connection to God, then gosh, you guys are sinners at the minimum, you know? They're bad people. But hey, not all Sasquats are good people. Not our not all gargoyles are guardians. So, you know, every every piece of energy is just malleable to its environment. We have to just keep walking this walk. And I got no choice but to push forward because I got rents due, you know? I got to sell these go. books. I got to get the word out, you know? Or the aliens are going to come for me and take my trailer to Antarctica. That's the <laughs> parallel. So they're going to do what they did to Saddam Hussein to me. They're going to say that. Weapons of mass destruction. No, I just have ancient coins from the Babylonian days of, of the mound builders, you know? Man, I just wish any everybody had a little bit of energy in them. Everybody's just robots nowadays with their fantasy football teams, dude. It's fantasy, dude. Wake up. We're in reality, man. We can dream realities, dream worlds in our heads. Like, we need to stop cutting ourselves short. We can go to heaven, a physical place. We don't just evaporate when we die, man. We have we have purpose. We're here for a reason. I'm so sick of people cutting it short. So get the word out. Connor Flynn, Bigfoot Anonymous. Coincidence is the only thing that never exists. Energy's, energy's never created nor destroyed. Bigfoot's real. Werewolves exist. Watch out for the dog, man. Tell people when you're going hiking. Practice safe sex. Practice safe, practice safe <laughs> travels outside 100%, man. Get yourself a personal locator beacon. I tell my mom everywhere I'm going, just because, bro, you got to tell someone you trust because a couple hours is the difference between life and death. And if you're going hunting with two people and they don't know to shoot a gun off to freaking mark themselves if you're lost, then Find some new hunting buddies, you know? And all these hunting guys that want to act like they know it all, no. People are going missing. People are going missing. We have to wake up. You have to be safe. If you have a feeling, a gut feeling telling you no, get out, no, get out. Listen to your sixth sense. Bruce Willis, Haley Joel Osmond, they'll all tell you that. (laughs) Watch out for Zilla Foot. I'm in a movie coming out, and... uh, it's a combination of Bigfoot and Godzilla. And I play a cryptid research officer, pretty much myself. I go and warn the military that this monster's coming and they freaking don't believe me. <laughs> and, the, and the monster comes, man. I tried oh, to I warn wait. y'all. I tried to warn y'all. I tried to warn y'all about all of this. All of this. I told you to wash your hands back in 2016. You should have listened. <laughs> I love it. Connor Flynn, one of my new favorite people on this planet, man. Hey, 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 I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. That's a big foot. That's a <laughs> that woman's a... foot. That's a woman's foot. That's Patty. That's a replica of the Patty footprint. Rest in peace, Patty. That's man. Right. Rest in peace. Patty. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope she's still alive. But MK Davis and the Massacre Theory. And Bobby Short, sadly, the stars aligned. And and all the Bigfoot people that get mad at me for saying that, that's fine. But it's 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 a shame. I feel I feel their pain too because we take pride in this Bigfoot stuff. And the most famous image 
there's a dark conspiracy to it. And some people say, oh, it's not even real. Well, it is real. And the way they got the footage is a little fishy. And that's what that's what's sad. And some of these people are looked at as heroes um, when really they're zeros. And some people, uh, they're trying to wipe these Sasquatch people off the planet and trying to silence the families. And those people know who they are. And I'm not one of those people. I'm trying to get the voice out. I talked to this man today from the Ochizi Pond. It's one of my last things I'm going to say. Ochizi Pond, uh, people look it up. Ochizi Pond Wild Man. In the 1800s, they captured a Bigfoot there because it was harassing the women and children. Native Americans and Civil War veterans captured a Bigfoot and they sent it to the Chattahoochee Hospital. Everybody that is in the area knows this, that they buried one out there because it died three years later because they thought it was a mental patient. Well, today, an old man found me because he was told that I'm the Bigfoot guy and he lives in Ochizi Pond and he's had more than 10 encounters. And I was trying to get him on video today to do one of my fun little interviews just at my shop. Well, he gave me yeah. his card and his address. I'm going to go to his house, hopefully on Wednesday or Thursday, and uh, do some on the field investigating of the Ochizi Pond. And uh, that's Bigfoot realm territory, man. Everybody that says, oh, I don't believe till they have a body. Come on. How, how ignorant on so many levels. Like, you want to kill something. That's stupid. And then two, come on. There's a Bigfoot body right in Ochizi Pond. Well, right at the Chattahoochee Hospital, right by the golf course. Go do your yeah, little man. static sonar stuff if you really want to, but just don't dig it up. He doesn't deserve that. He already was locked up for no reason. And then two, Mount St. Helens. Talk to the firemen. Listen to some radio shows, people. They they recovered like 68 Bigfoot bodies from the river. Like, guys, wake up. Like, just because you believe what's in the square doesn't mean what's what, – watch, watch. You believe what's in the square. Like – Right there, you know. Yep, yep. Let me end it, let me end it with oh, a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me hear that song, man. And if Heck you don't yeah. mind, if you don't mind, I'd like to keep this. I'll, I'll play it on my outros for a little while. If that's all right with you. Oh yeah, dude, keep it. Use it however you want. All my rants, man. The Earth is flat. Bigfoot is real. Our giants are ancestors. Save that audio bit. The election was stolen, and anybody that wants to talk about it can talk about it. If they want to fight, I'm two and zero in MMA. Watch the back, back spinning back fist on YouTube. I knocked a guy out and broke his face in six seconds. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a tough guy, but I'm just saying I fight for our country. You know, like Thank I'm patriotic, you. dude. I'm proud to be American where at least I thought I was free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, uh, this song is called History Repeats, but it's about her. It's a nighttime in her eyes and she comes alive. There's moonlight in her blood and she does it real good. The moss and the swamp can smell her coming. It's hell of the eye. You better get to running. It's nighttime in her eyes and she comes alive. Fireflies in the sky when she dances around the fire. Stars shine bright, but they stay down in the desire. The one they chose to tell her no never came back, never told a soul. It's nighttime in her eyes and she comes alive.
down by the river, they called her a sinner. She ran every summer, her head every winter. It's nighttime in her eyes, and she comes alive. <laughs> and you I wrote that, man. Drake don't write his songs. Madonna didn't write her songs. Come on, man. I'm writing books. I'm in the swamp. I'm writing my own music. It's authentic. I'm representing the soul. That's what I'm saying. I just represent the soul. That's all. I'm not. I'm not even good at guitar. I taught myself recently just to get more words out. Like it's about yeah. the soul. They could say, "Oh, it's not tuned. It's dusty." It just matters about the story being told. And that's what I'm proud of, getting the dang message out. Because guess what? Kill the messenger. You guys already did it to my boy Gary Webb from The Plain Dealer. That was my dream to write for The Plain Dealer until I found out they just killed him. You know? Come on, man. Get the word out. Energy's not created nor destroyed. It's always existed. We're under the firmament. Heaven is real. The soul exists. Bigfoot Anonymous, man. Viva Vendetta. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Come on. People need to wake up. Watch a movie once in a while. Turn off the reality love- TV and, the news and watch a movie and see through the movie. Because most of it's subliminal, but some of it's real. Some of it's real. Yes, it is. Connor, I love you, man. I do. Thank you so much <laughs> for doing it, this. <laughs> I appreciate it. And everybody grow out your hair because they're antennas. They're antennas to the universe. You want to cut a cat's whiskers? Come on, man. You want to chop the sunflower down when it's about to bloom? There's studies on Native Americans when the, the military, they uh, would creep up on them when they had their long hair, and they would sense it. Once they cut their hair off, they'd creep up on them at night, they get all up to them and cut their throat. Dude, what is the first thing they do in the military? They cut your hair. It's either go bald like a monk, or grow it long like Jesus Christ the dark, you know? So it's like, <laughs> come on, man. I walk my walk. I step my step, and I fight my fight, man, for the soul, for my people. And, and if the election was real and those numbers are real, now I'm fighting for a bunch of freaking idiots. And, and I don't believe that. <laughs> I believe man. the election was, was totally fraud and rigged. And it's just like, it's just like this morning if they said the Chiefs won. The Chiefs won. We're going to ban Brady from Twitter. And then we're going to ban everybody <laughs> that wears red. The Chiefs won. <laughs> yeah. And if you, if, you have a, if you have a Buccaneers flag, you're ignorant. You know, it's, nah, I'm patriotic. <laughs> I love what I love. And I love the soul. And I hate, hate. I hate, hate. And I'm going to come full at it, man. People might think I'm crazy and aggressive. But guess what? You have to meet fire with fire. You have to meet Amen. fist with fist. If I come ice cold to the fire, I'm going to melt. And I've already melted. And I put together my time coming back together. And they ain't going to melt me down again, man. They ain't going to. I survived the 27 Club, and now I'm coming for the 69 Club. Mile high. <laughs> <laughs> Carter, thank you, brother. I'm going to leave on that Peace note, man. I'm hey. looking forward to uh, watching this back again and uh, looking forward to our next episode for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to send you a couple of links when we get off here, too. We got we got some, some similar thoughts here, man. I'll holler at you. Definitely, man. And definitely uh, try to work on your book as much as you can, man. Even baby steps and, like, how I did it. 
like each of my chapters is a different story. So I never, I never just went to one. I just went to what my body felt. So just do what's right to you, but keep, don't ever underestimate yourself, man. When you wake up in the morning, that, that energy is powerful. Those thoughts are powerful. Jot it down, get it down because on next Thursday, you'll be like, all right, all right. I got somewhere, yeah. you know, and it piles up, dude. I, I wrote three, I wrote three books from my bed and, and the world was against me. And I feel like I finally got a punch back. So, you know, I know you've been punching back in your ways, but I'm rooting for you as a writer too. Definitely uh, get them words on the paper and I'll be uh, one of the first ones to buy it. Hey, thanks brother. No problem, bro. All right. That's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bump click the episode tab and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on share your story with us. Go to the bump Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.